Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Chris, and I am with my co-host, Jack, as usual. Jack, say hello. Hi, everyone. Happy belated Halloween when this comes up. A happy Halloween, Chris. Yes, happy Halloween. It is Halloween as we're recording this. This will be out on the 2nd. Yeah, this is coming out on November 2nd, which is on a Tuesday, and we're do- it's a little weird this week. Just We've had a couple little schedule changes, and then... Sorry, it's coming out on the 3rd. My mistake, I typed the wrong number. It's coming out on Election Day because we all are going to need something positive that day. So this is going to be the most positive episode we've ever made. Are you ready for that? Uh, hold on, let me check the show notes, make sure there's nothing COVID-related, and then we'll get on to it. Oh, well, there's the Six Flags thing. Okay. Uh, but everything else seems... Well, and there... Okay. Okay, let's get those two out of the way really quick at the beginning, and then we're going to make this as positive as we can. Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, let's jump right into the news with our two kind of COVID, kind of sad related things. The first is um, UK, Germany, and France, all of their parks are closing and they're kind of looks to be going back on lockdown. So I not think good. it's not good. It's also, they got a season. So at least yeah. they got to ride some coasters this year, unlike California. <laughs> Rip. Um, but I th- hopefully they get everything worked out and the parks that can reopen after their uh, shutdown can, or if not, hopefully they can open as soon as possible in 2021. So, yeah, I think everybody's hoping that they can. COVID sucks. Hopefully, we get a vaccine and then it can go away. We'll move on from that now. Yep. Um, let's also do. We'll do Six Flags next. Um, Six Flags. In one of their earnings calls this week, announced, I think this is really out of the blue. I don't think we any of us saw this coming, that they're going to be removing a lot of rides, uh, 15 to be exact, from their parks. Um, and I'm really not sure what the reasoning they, like, the exact reasoning they gave for it is. Do you know? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Uh, my guess is just don't want to operate them anymore. Um, expensive rides or ones that have history of being bad with maintenance. Just hope they're not coasters. Um, we know some very good coasters that are unreliable that hopefully they won't take out. Um, yeah, but then there's also that. bad coasters that are reliable that we wish they would take out, like boomerangs and SLCs. But yeah, yeah I, probably going to be smaller flat rides, is my guess. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see some a coaster or two come out maybe some of their bigger more like costly to operate rides or um, arrows arrows definitely um i i think because that's the number one thing people were like oh my gosh they're gonna get rid of viper i wouldn't be as concerned about viper as i would be about x2 they're not um, taking out x2 and no they're not taking out either of those because those are the state like viper I've said it on Instagram before. I'll say it right here. Viper is one of the better coasters at Magic Mountain. Like, I think I'd put it in like my five or six at that spot park. 
Um, it's fantastic. And they also just did an overhaul on it. And then X2, I know there's a bunch of people that hate it. There's a bunch of people like me that love that thing to death. So, um, but I'm looking right now. I'd be more, um, more worried about mine trains or the ones that, uh, parks that aren't as big. Like, maybe, um, Darien Lakes era looper, maybe. Yeah. Well, here's, I'm reading it off. Or of even Red, Great Escape. So. I'm not sure if this has been paraphrased or not, but Six Flags have disclosed that they have evaluated 15 rides for low ridership and high costs they want to remove from the chain. Some said they could be refurbished. Some, um, so I think there's a, I mean, I think there's good like options here. I mean, we, I think high cost flat rides. Um, well, there's some examples of like really high to operate or high cost operation. Flat rides. Honestly, that demented one at St. Louis. Yeah, Excalibur. The thing's amazing, but also demented. Um, maybe some enterprises. Enterprises. The one that came to mind, and I, I hope this is not true, is Monster Mansion over Georgia. No, now, there would be a full blown riot if they took that one out. But that better not happen. Definitely doesn't have ridership like it used to. Please but if, yeah, if they take Monster Mansion out at over Georgia, there will be riots. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, here's there, it has high ridership, but it also has a really high cost to run. King to Ka. They're not taking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. You're getting now. way too ridiculous with a lot. Of I'm these. just having. I know. I'm just having. We, we know it's high cost, but like, come on. You really think Six Flags is gonna give up having the tallest coaster in the world? I know what it is. They're getting rid of that piece of garbage wood next to it. I'll say it again. He does this to get on people's nerves. No, he doesn't it's actually a... think it's garbage. No, it's not complete garbage. It's definitely not the best but it's not complete garbage no but back to back to the actual point i think you actually make a good point with excalibur that one yeah that's an interesting one um and i'm really not too familiar with other flat rides across their parks um yeah i'm not either except for like the newer ones that they're obviously not going to take out yeah so and then of course coasters i think older arrows are definitely the ones that i would be scared for the most Maybe they'll take out Ninja. Oh, that'd be a dream. And Blue Hawk. Well, probably. Oh, if they took them both out? Oh, they we, probably won't take out Blue Hawk because they gave a new trains not too long ago. Still garbage. Um, if they took out both of those, I would be so happy. And I'll even throw the, the cherry on top as if uh, they take out the boomerang at Fiesta, Texas. That'd be nice. Yeah. Like, you take those three out, and I will go buy fireworks and shoot them off on the podcast. What else? Like, yeah. Huh, wait. Oh, this... Ooh. Okay. Think about this one. Superman and Magic Mountain. Hmm. Definitely high cost. I'm not... The ridership always seemed good while we were there in California, but it also... It's harder to tell because they were only using one tr side of it, and so that's one train ops. Hmm. Which can contribute to cost, probably because of maintenance issues. It's an Intamin. It's a 
what was it, 98? Am I thinking right? Yeah. And, uh, oh, Tower of Terror 2 got taken out. So I don't think it's too far off to see Ooh. that they might have issues. It's built earlier than I thought, 1997. Um, okay, so here are my thoughts on this, because I actually really enjoyed Superman Escape from Krypton. I mean, while it it's definitely not, like, the world's best coaster, I thought it was actually pretty fun. Um, going backwards that fast, even though it's not, like, a crazy acceleration, but going backwards that fast is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Brand- There's a whole bunch of options. Yeah, okay. That, wait, hold on, hold on. Does, would this thing count as two credits? What, both sides? I would. Two different okay. tracks. There's another credit that I need at Magic Mountain. I only I ran... I drop down a spot thanks to Apocalypse, not even saying West Coast Racers. Yeah, so I need Apocalypse, West Coast Racers, and the other side of Superman. Uh, California, reopen, please! Yes, anyway, please. Um, that's, that's an well, interesting let's... one. Yeah. Um, we, could, we could probably go on all night just trying to think of rides they could pull out. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of different options, but I'd expect mostly flats. Yeah, I think your weirder flats and some of your older coasters definitely I could see it being pulled out. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I'll, I'm also interested to see if they make any formal announcements about what they're taking out or if it just disappears. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll announce if it's something bigger, at least. You would hope, but this is also Six Flags. That's true. So, Anyways, um, let's move on to some positive stuff. Yep. Well, now, depending on who you are, this could be viewed as positive or negative. <laughs> but, um... I don't Dragon, want to view it as negative. Dragon Slayer Adventureland is almost complete now. Uh, it looks like it's just a little bit of the top level left, and this is a very tight and compact ride. And I have a feeling it'll be better <laughs> than the others, just because of p- potentially more G's over tighter curves. But mm-hmm. uh, it's always good news to see a smaller part getting a new coaster like this, having a nice investment. Yeah, it looks... I've never been... I mean, we've talked about it before on the show. I am just not a big fan of these rides, but I will be willing to give this smaller version a try because I think since it's smaller, hopefully a little less flip and a little more laughter. Um, Yeah, I'll be interested to give it a try one day. Also, I I know we've talked about it a bit, but I really do like the color scheme on this one. Yeah, I do too. Um, And moving forward, we talked about it a bunch last week, but now it's official. Carowinds is reopening for Taste of the Season. That's pretty much exactly what we expected. It's Winterfest, but being called something different this year to put an emphasis on the fact that they are going to be selling a lot of food. Um, I'm not surprised by the rides that are going to be open. I'm still holding out hope that they're going to be like, surprise, Fury's open. But If know. they do that, we're going. Yes, if they say Fury's going to be open, I'm there in a heartbeat. Right now, probably not. But... 
it's great for mm-hmm. them, great for the Carolinas and all those locals to get on some coasters. I mean, Copperhead's great, so can't complain there. Yeah. Yep. Obviously That's, a good thing. That's the rides we expected. Carolina locals get their rides on Copperhead and Afterburn, at least. That's, uh, it's going to be, I'll say this, Carowinds has, I've never been to their Winterfest, but all the people I've talked to that have been in, and everything I've seen, they do a good job with it. So, mm-hmm. but that's everything we've got with weekly news this week. Um, is kind of weird because of when we're recording this, we don't have as much as we might. So, next week's weekly news will probably be a lot bigger. But with that, we're moving yeah. to ride of the week. We're down to two. We've got Boss at Six Like St. Louis. And Jackrabbit at Kennywood. So the question is, which one are we talking about tonight? Well, we'll find out right now as I'm spinning the wheel. And I get to talk this week. It's boss. If they RMC this ride, I am going to. Hold on. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. We'll talk talk about that at the end. All right. (laughs) So boss. Uh, it's kind of a ridiculous ride, not going to lie. How how absolutely massive this ride is. This thing is and nuts. I, it's got a fitting queue line, too, I want to say. With, its queue is way too long. Um, it's like Batman the ride level long for all of those clones. But, yeah, the coaster itself is absolutely massive. The first drop, and then you, like drop again into the structure and the sense of speed and force you get on that is ridiculous. And then there's not really a whole lot of airtime, but it's just a whole lot of positives and that sense of speed. It's kind of like a wooden millennium force in a way. Would you say? See that? Yeah, I agree with that. There's a couple of pops of airtime towards the end, but it's definitely not an airtime focused ride. Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's huge, and it's smooth, and it's fun, and it's forceful. However, Six Flags St. Louis could use an RMC. So if they did RMC it, I don't think I would be crazy mad. But however, I would prefer to see them get a ground up or a Raptor, because Boss is a really good coaster, as is. Yeah, and so... it's my favorite CCI at the moment. It's, it's an amazing CCI. I think I would put it as my third favorite. Um giving Shivering Timbers and Rampage the edge, mainly because they... I I love airtime, and CCI airtime's just nuts, so I'd give that the, those two the edge. But, beyond... So my... This is... I'm weird. Airtime is my favorite, but I'd rather have, like, the sense of speed over, like, inversions. So, a ride like Millennium Force, there's a reason I love it so much, because the whole ride, you know you are flying. Um, so, but th- and this is the same thing with Boss. I mean, so first off, I had no clue about the fake-out drop, so we're going down the drop, and I just see it, like, straight at the bottom, and so it's we're going down the drop, and then you just barrel down into that structure and drop another 30, 40 feet. Um, that was nuts. Like, at that point, I was just gut laughing because of how crazy it is. And then, I mean, the rest of the ride is just, like, speed, intensity, 
couple decent pops of airtime, some great laps thrown in too. Um, just it's just a ton of fun. Like there's no, I just love this thing from the second I got on it till the time I got off of it. Um, yeah, boss is great. I wish we talked about we talked about wooden coasters last week a lot with John Mike and. They don't make them like this anymore, but I wish they did. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a really awesome coaster. I think as of right now, it's my second favorite there because I didn't get to ride American Thunder, and Freeze is my one. Um, but I, I think that their collection of wooden coasters is so good; it's really hard to pick which one you'd rather have. RMC, and I think if they had the RMC one, I would pick Boss. Because Screaming Eagle is like a really old classic that's also really solid. And then American Thunder is the newest. And it's GCI. Um, but obviously prefer Ground Up or Raptor, like I said. Yeah, I think a, I think a Raptor would do phenomenal at this park. Um, American Thunder, its problem is it is so small. There's nothing really RMC could do to it. Mm-hmm. And also, it's still fairly new and fairly i mean well not fairly really smooth um and then american eagle or was is that what it's called it's american uh, eagle, right? it no american, american eagle or screaming eagle screaming eagle screaming eagle um that ride's just such a classic i mean that's a john c allen wooden coaster um i, I that one out of the three if they touch that one people would fight over it because that coaster is an icon and coaster enthusiast and i mean rightfully so it's got some insane airtime um but even then boss for me i one just looking at it i'm not sure what rmc could i mean i can see some of it but it's like other parts of it i'm like this doesn't scream like easy rmc layout to me and two it's just good as is. Like there really doesn't seem to be a need to RMC it at the moment. Now, ten years from now, maybe, but for right now, I think you'll leave it as it is and just put a raptor in right there in yeah. front of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe, or or here's a here's a crazy thought. What do you think about this one? Give it a shorter queue. Wow. <laughs> What a huge change! People would <laughs> rage over that, uh, but yeah, that that'd be nice. Coaster so boys take to too many. Batman. Yes. Then, oh my gosh, their Batman queue. <sighs> all of the Batman queues are bad. All of them are bad. bad. That one's the worst out of all of the ones I've walked. Mm-hmm. Um, the, see, and the problem with it was is that there was just no like cut through. It was like, nope, you're walking the whole thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that big thing though. Yeah, boss, great ride. Um, I really enjoyed getting to ride it this year. I also got to ride it when like it was pouring rain at one point. Whew, that hurt <laughs> a lot. So yeah, I can see it hurting. <laughs> Not All as right. much as Fury did. That's for sure. Oh well, yeah. Anyway, okay, um, off topic. Do you want to start? You want me to? Sure, I'll start. Okay, uh, my poor Rays lost. That's okay. I figured Rip. it was the Dodgers' year as, you know, teams that are famous for choking in the playoffs are eventually going to get their title. That's been the theme lately. I kind of figured that it would be the Dodgers' year. Um, 
obviously not happy about it. We'll be back. It's fine. Hey, our Lord and Savior Randy Rosarena is coming for everybody. Hey, and well, I mean, I think I texted you. Like we, the the Rays lost, but that fourth game, that last inning, yep. just humiliating the Dodgers. That was amazing. And then, um. The thing that I've been freaking out about the most is, you know, the Bucks are my favorite sports team, period. And uh, we're just now hitting our groove. And what do we do? Mr. Big Chest Antonio Brown is coming to Tampa. I'm kind of scared because I'm worried he's going to ruin our locker room with all of his antics. But he, he better be on his best behavior. This is his last chance in the NFL. And then he's getting out. But A.B. coming to Tampa. Team up Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Tom Brady throwing on the ball. Potentially the best receiving core in NFL history if it works out. Super Bowl bound, please. All right, your Fine. turn. Who do y'all who do y'all play tomorrow? Uh, well, we play on Monday, which is why we're recording on Saturday. Monday. Yeah, oh, okay. the Giants. So we, if we lose, I'm gonna cry because they suck. Well, the Titans are playing the Bengals tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Because that'll be easy. Yeah, I hope. Big Derek um, running through him. <laughs> I hope. Um, so for me, I was up at the crack of dawn yesterday uh, to go down to visit a college. And when you have like a three and a half hour drive ahead of you, what do you do? Well, you watch the new episode of Mandalorian and oh my gosh, did it not. It was, it did not disappoint. I was so happy. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you if you're a fan of Star Wars stuff, you obviously know Mandalorian season two dropped Friday, October thirtieth. Um, that was phenomenal. Like everything about that episode was everything I loved about the first season. Just keeping it going. So here's what I'm gonna say: if you haven't watched it and you don't want it spoiled, go ahead and skip a minute ahead. So here's your my spoiler time. Uh, oh, the Sand Serpent! Oh my gosh, that best CGI like ever in Star Wars. Um, Baby Yoda is amazing. They gave us so many fan service scenes. I could not like I couldn't count them. He was so it's so cute. Yeah, there. Oh, and there were so many nods to classic Star Wars stuff. Um. Like I'm not like spoiling, spoiling anything, but there's so much good about this. It's amazing. So yeah, now there's ends my spoilers with 20 seconds to spare. So yeah, Mandalorian season two, great, 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 great. Expect me to do a review of every episode. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I don't watch TV or movies hardly, so. I don't Wait, plan on watching The Mandalorian. I haven't watched season one. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you don't really need to watch it. I mean, it's yeah. good. It's not like must watch. Now, when Stranger Things mm -hmm. season four comes out, then you and I get to go nuts into it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I'm ready for that, too. Well, All right. Now next, time for you oh. to plug your merch. Yes, buy my merch, folks. $20 TMP 2021 calendars are here. They are ready to be shipped. Um, yeah, get in on them while they last. I'm not going to do a reorder this year. So once I sell out, I am sold out. 
you've got up until probably like the first week of December to buy them if you want it by Christmas. Um, but I would prefer to get them all sent out before that so I don't have to be worrying about the post office screwing up in December. So, yeah, $20 <laughs> shipped anywhere in the U.S. Probably You'll get a little autograph and stickers and wristbands from me, and I'll probably throw a park map in, too. So, Buy his stuff. Yes. Um, okay. That's kind of going to roll right into our next topic. But, yeah, if you want to buy one, send me a message on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, send the Twisted Travelers page a message on Twitter or Instagram. We'll get going. So, this next topic... Kind of goes with uh, with calendars, but we kind of had a little bit of a weird thing tonight. So if you remember last week, we had John Mike on, and we said we were going to have a guest on this week. Um, that guess, those guests were going to be the drunk riders, but if, as you may know, Marcus has contracted uh, COVID-19, and so we decided to push that episode back a few weeks. And we kind of had to figure this one out real quick. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we just kind of uh, threw this together. Uh, our favorite merch. Yeah, favorite theme park merch. Um, Chris and I love to spend money at parks. <laughs> yes. So it's, we. It's an addiction. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we have a ton of uh, responses from. Instagram, but we'll start with ours and then we'll get to everyone else's. So, mm-hmm. do you want to start with probably your favorite thing ever? <laughs> yeah, uh, my favorite theme park merch. It, I it's probably obvious at this point since we talked about it a lot, but that's uh, the Coaster Dynamics Nano Coasters. I have way too many of them, and I basically have them as a collector's item at this point. Um. Yeah, I, I have a lot, and every time I go to parks, I get them if they have them. Every time I go to parks, they add new ones right after I leave them. <clears throat> That's literally every time I go on a trip. Um, Hershey, it happened. Silver Dollar City, Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, it happened. Cedar Point, it happened. So, yeah. That's probably my favorite thing, since they're at, I'd say, a fairly reasonable price point, and they're like, High quality. That's my favorite merch of all time. My number one for sure. Yeah. So I'm not as big. I'm. Well, I love them. Not as much as Chris do. Chris does. I don't have as many of them as Chris does. I don't think anyone has as many as he does. How many are you up to now? What is it? It's like twenty. Way too many. I'm not even counting them right now. Twenty plus. It's getting close to thirty. I know that. Um. I think. Yeah, I th- it's getting really close to 30. Um, so for me, um, they did a series. They used to do them a lot more often. They haven't done them as much recently. Um, and that's their coaster train models. Again, from Coaster Dynamics, but they did little coaster train models. Cedar Point used to have them. Dorney Park has has them. I think they're one of the only parks that still has them. The Bush Gardens Parks used to do them. I have a Hydra, the Revenge Train model. It's one of my favorite things um, that I've ever bought at a park. It's one of the few pieces of merch I've gone to a park knowing I was going to buy. Most of the time I just stumble upon stuff. But that one I sought out. 
really um it's good quality great little showpiece to have sitting in my room yeah i really like that and then kind of mm-hmm. keeping with that um roller coaster train models another thing and this one floats around always seems to show up around the holidays on reddit and on um social media at various places is the dodadampa diecast train model and I got one of these for Christmas last year. Um, and they're it, they're really cool. It's a lot smaller than you would expect it to be. I think I, c- I can actually fit it in my hand, but it's a really cool piece. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So I would mm-hmm. if you don't have one of those, I want to. They weren't awful. Um, I'm gonna do don pa train model. It's on Amazon. I remember that. Let's see. Oh, well, that's sad. It looks like they don't sell them anymore. Oh, well, you got one. I'm going to keep searching, and if I do find them that they sell them, I will put a link in the show notes and with like a disregard what I said, but the link from Reddit looks to be broken. So oh. That's a shame. That's sad. Anyways, it's super cool. So mm-hmm. this next, um, I'll let you start with this next one. Okay, well, we've got roller coaster parts. Um, I have, let's see, I have a wheel from you that you gave me from an Alpine coaster. Yes, I need to get the name of that one. (laughs) So I can tell you. Tornado at Stricker's Grove, piece of Hurler, and a piece of Twisted Cyclone. It's hilarious how many of those I've given you. Okay. You have given me three of this. Yeah. Um, so I've got, let's see. I have a bunch of pieces of coasters that are like not official. Well, I have made very well educated guesses based off where I found them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was when back in 2018 when Steel Vengeance first opened, there was like a little piece of a two by four laying on the ground right next to a fence. This was like a couple weeks after it opened. Very fresh southern yellow pine. So I'm assuming it came off the end of a bent. So I've got a piece of steel vengeance got a piece of lightning rod Shh, don't tell anyone about that um tornado at stricker go stricker's grove twisted cyclone tw- slash georgia cyclone and i've got rings off the Knobles Co- carousel and the santa cruz beach boardwalk carousel i think i have a piece of mystic timbers somewhere um I have a hitch off Carolina Cyclone. I have some shock absorbers off some random ride from Carolines. I can't remember which one. And then probably my favorite piece off a roller coaster is my original Six Flags Magic Mountain Colossus wheel. Mm-hmm. It's very big. I've seen it. Yes, it's very big. It's very heavy um, and super cool. Mm-hmm. Pieces of rides are always something good to have uh, just for, you know, because most people aren't going to have stuff like that. Yeah, most of it's super, like, 
only, there's only a couple of them. Like the Colossus wheels, as far as I know, there are only 15 of them in public hands. Um, I don't think anyone else has a piece of lightning rod. I found that one day doing a tour of the ride. It's a like smaller piece of it. Um, just literally like a tiny piece of a two by four. Um, mm -hmm. That just, I was like, oh, that looks pretty. It's, this is like, oh, this is just going to go in the bag. Um, that's how I got a lot. Of, it's like, oh, we're on a behind the scenes tour and there's a piece of that coaster that's over the safety fence. So I was like, oh, well, I don't think the park needs that little corner of wood. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, roller coaster parts are great. I'm sure I have yep. more that I'm not thinking of, to be honest, but. Mm. Um, so my next thing is just one singular thing that I have, and that is a time traveler snow globe. And, uh, this is the coolest looking snow globe I've ever seen. Cause it's got a small model of the train and track in, uh, in the snow globe. And it is very, very detailed. And the base is very, very detailed as well. And uh, it's my favorite thing on my desk. And I, I always find myself looking at it when we're recording. Um, yeah, I was super close to buying one for myself. But then I saw another time traveler related thing I couldn't pass up, which is, I collect playing cards. It's just one of the weird things I collect. And they had a really cool deck of time traveler playing cards. So that's what I got. Um, but I've seen the snow globe in both his house and at Silver Dollar City, and it's super cool. And I'm gonna get one the next time I go, I think. Mm -hmm. So next thing up, this one's kind of blanket, um, but it makes sense. Uh, shirts. We, yeah, shirts. We buy tons and tons of shirts. Yeah, I probably have way too many shirts. This seems to be the one that almost everybody has. We uh, represent ourselves. Pretty much every bucket list park slash coaster I cross off, I try to get a shirt of. And then also there's rides that will surprise me, and I'll get a shirt of that too most of the time. But I probably have probably 30-plus shirts now from parks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I kind of... Okay, I'm tempted. Hold on. I'm going to go. I'm literally going to take my computer with me and walk into my closet and count them. I'm so curious now. I have a lot. I know that. They stop about... Well, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 41, 42, E four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, point nine, fifty. I'm guessing around seventy. I can't even count them all. I'm I think it's around seventy. Are you serious? Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> And I have an anti-coaster addiction, but that is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, okay, once we're done recording, I am gonna. I did walk into my closet and count them the best I could. Once we're done recording, I'm gonna walk in there and actually do like a full count through and try to get a number. 
Um, yeah, it, I have a lot of shirts. I My general rule, which I break all the time, is get a shirt for your favorite coaster at the park. I kind of bend that rule more often than not. So, <clears throat> yeah. This next one, though, um, someone we want to try to get on the podcast soon as well, Made to Thrill. Yes, I have a ton of the posters. <laughs> That's pretty much what my room has on its walls, is mm-hmm. a lot of the posters. And I've got, um, I like their Christmas grab bags. I always try to get one of those every year. So I've got like little Cedar Point stickers and like different patches around my room. So yeah, I love their stuff. Great, great, great work. And yeah, we'd love to try to get them on the podcast soon. So look out for that. Yeah. Um, this next one, some, this is some of my more unique Dollywood stuff. Um, is Dollywood Challenge Coins. If you're familiar with like police term, like police stuff, like a challenge coin, it's like a piece. It literally is a coin that they get for like being a part of the team. And for Dollywood, um, these are usually reserved for members of Dollywood security. But I'm made friends a couple years ago with a guy, and I've actually got a couple of the challenge coins now. They're some of my favorite pieces. Um, they're super, super, super pretty, um, super high quality. I've never taken them out of the case that they come in because I just don't, I don't trust myself. Uh, but they're super awesome. Another random thing I've got that I've actually kind of kept a secret for a little bit now, uh, just because I don't I just, they're kind of weird and random, but I love them, is I have some of the umbrellas from Flower and Food Festival. Mm. How did so, you get that? Well, I have some friends. Let's put it that way. All right, yeah. No, but so yeah, I've got a couple of Dollywood branded umbrellas. They're super cool. I don't really use them uh, because I don't really want to get them dirty. But I get, I think one day I want to get like a shadow box or something for them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's my random ramblings. Another, this one was actually my dad was like, "Oh, you got to put this one on." It's the Steel Vengeance tweet up coins I got back in 2018. Um, it's, if you're familiar with the Tony Clark tweet ups in 2018, it was a steel vengeance coin. My dad and I got really lucky and got two of them. And yeah, those are really cool pieces. Um, and as much as I like hate on steel vengeance, sometimes I do really enjoy the coaster and I do enjoy that coin because it was my hundredth coaster. So kind of special. Yeah. And then this last one, well, it kind of pertains to me. I know Chris also takes pictures sometimes at parks. And for me, taking pictures at parks is more than just a hobby, an obsession. But I love, it's how I capture memories and, like, remember all of it. So taking pictures is another thing I love to do. And if you've been in my room and you would know that I actually print these things out and hang them everywhere. Yes, I've seen a lot of the the canvases. Yes, the canvases and the... I think when you were here, it was probably a Twisted Colossus print on my wall. Now it's a Steel Vengeance print. 
I check the one in my office where I record is it rotates just depending on my mood. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pictures. Um, you've got pictures in your room too. And um, they're just they're great ways to remember visits to parks and look at yeah. them and be reminded. And hey, if you want to be reminded about a coaster you love, like once a month you get to look at the new coaster, you should buy a TMP 2021 calendar. Only $20 shipped anywhere in the U.S. Ding. I agree with this. <laughs> buy his Same stuff. Mug number two of the night. <laughs> so now we've got some... Um... These were fans of the show and fans of uh, yep. TMP. They're what they sent in. So we're going to run through the list. Um, let me make sure no one else has hit anything in. Da, 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 nothing there. Let me check Twitter. Ah, Twitter. Ugh, that wasn't good. No one on Twitter. Everyone on Twitter is just like silent. Instagram, we got six or seven, though, so... Start with this first one from stapled underscore coasters underscore 72 said his vortex track piece that he bought. And he, he says he's waiting on it to show up, which I think is a lot of people right now. But yeah, this is kind of goes back to us talking about coaster parts. Um, <clears throat> super cool. I think the vortex, if you liked that coaster and it was a part of your life, um, then yeah, getting a piece of the Vortex track will be cool. We should have got John Mike to make everyone jealous last week, though. But with his piece of the Vortex track. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I'm assuming that that's the one that's the $200. That was a lot of controversy, which I would personally wouldn't pay that much. But hey, it's still cool to have a piece of track, so I understand it. Yeah, it's, it's for me, I mean, I was never a huge fan of Vortex, um, so it definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't have paid two hundred dollars for a piece of it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you that was part, if that coaster was a huge part of your life, then yeah, I could see it. Or if, I mean, that could be like your Christmas gift to yourself or something. So yeah, again, um, it's they're cool though. I mean, there's no denying it's cool. Yeah. So next is from Coaster Talk Pod. They say they have a piece from the front of Curse of Dark Castle at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. How did they get this? I don't know, but that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so, so they said it's from the front train of a Curse of Dark Castle ride vehicle. Uh, first off, jealous. One, because you probably got to ride it, and two, because you've got a piece of it. I, then number two, again, jealous. <laughs> Just, yeah. you got to ride it. Um, mm -hmm. No, that's cool though. Having pieces of trains is awesome. Um, I don't know if we've—I don't know if I've told you this story, Chris. And if I have, forgive me. So the podcast people can hear it. Um, last year, Carowinds, one of my f like friends slash acquaintances in the photography community, won a wheel off Carolina Gold Rusher. And so, what did we decide to go do? Ride Carolina Gold Rusher with that wheel. And so we got off the ride and we're standing on the exit ramp and we're just waiting for like that right kid or that right group of kids to like, dude, did you see this? This wheel totally fell off the train and show and like let them hand it to them. 
And so we did this to these two little kids. Oh my gosh. I think we have it on video somewhere. It was hilarious. They were like, they couldn't believe us at first. And then they, when they began to believe it, we could just see the fear in their eyes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's kind of evil. It's kind of evil, but it was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did this when I had my Carolina Cyclone hitch. That was like two years prior. Um, yeah. I went to ride Carolina Cyclone. I was like, I, I was like, I got this hitch from this ride. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. I just put it in my bag and got on the ride. No one, yeah. it was dead that night. The ride ops didn't care. Yeah. Um, anyway, fun, fun talking about pieces of rides from coasters. So let's see. Next up is from Dalton C. Stone, who says he has a Mystery Mind snow globe. I'd be interested to see it to compare it to my time traveler one, but snow globes are always uh, a nice little piece of memorabilia to take home from a park for sure. I think I have yeah. five of them, uh, which some of them I've won from contests. I think I've only bought like two of them that I have. Yeah, I don't think. So you've ever gotten a snow globe at a perk before? Yeah, the only only ones I bought is Twisted Timbers and um, Time, Traveler. Time Traveler. And then I got Beast as a gift. And then I got a SeaWorld one and a Busch Gardens Williamsburg one as when I won the photo contest from Coaster 101. Mm -hmm. That was some of the gifts I got in there. So snow globes are always nice. I enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, snow globe. I I don't know why I've never bought them, but this next one's um from Themes and Thrills. And he says he's got a signed t-shirt from everyone that went to KT uh K Keys to the Kingdom. First off, I didn't get to sign that t-shirt. So and I was there. Got Just some saying. big celebrities on that, I'm sure. Like Just the one and only Taylor Bobby. I was with Taylor most of the day, so if he got Taylor to sign it, I don't know when he did. Also, tangent, can we talk about Taylor and Sarah's costume? How about let's not, because that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, and I just texted her, and I was like, OMG, I am dead. <laughs> oh, um, I really want to see what Scott's wearing, because, like, compared to them, how do you, like, He's How just he, awkwardly walking around in normal clothes with them. I told him, I, he, well, he said on Twitter, he's like, okay, what should I dress up for as Halloween? Keep in mind, I'll be at the park. And so my response was, you just need to wear the purple wig that Sarah got. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, Scott, I really want to see a picture of you in that purple wig riding New Texas Giant. Please and thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, no. Well, here's, here's what I'll say. If you bring that t-shirt, because I know you're going to be at the Ace event on November 14th. If you bring that t-shirt, I will sign it, and then you can say you're one step closer to having everyone there signed it. Um, anyway, next up, our friend Justin from Snapshot Made yesterday. He's got a Dollywood brochure from 1988. Not jealous. Not jealous. Not jealous. No. 
Hey, wait, does that mean me and Justin both have old Dollywood stuff that you don't? Because he has that, oh. and then I have, like, the old Dollywood pennant. How have we forget to mention that? Yes, you have to tell, tell him about this makes pennant. This reminds me of a couple things. So I've got the Dolly. I have an old, old, old Dollywood pennant, and also pennants from Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, and Hershey Park that are also very old. And then, related to this kind of, I have a map from Hard Rock Park in Myrtle Beach. Oh, how did we not even just say maps to begin with? I mean, yeah, I I forgot to get one at Hershey, by the way. Uh, but yeah, maps are free collectibles, so that's great. Um, but when, when I won that Coaster 101 photo contest, they sent me a map from Hard Rock Park, which is one of the coolest things I own for sure. You've also got a Teatro Park map that I gave you. Oh, Oh, Tato Park, yeah. Tato, yeah, that one's cool. I've got some, I've got a ton of maps. I need to sort through them. Um, random other thing I thought of is um my complete collection of the roller coaster magazine from Ace. Oh, how did we forget about that? Well, I was, I'm looking over at my map bin to see if there's like any maps I see sitting on top of it that are kind of cool, and I look up and my Ace magazines are right there. So if you've been listening for a long time, you know way back at like the very beginning we had my friend David on, and David's been a member of Ace for a long time. I think he joined in 1981? That sounds right. Anyway, so this year when we met up with them in Branson, he brought me a gift, and it was his entire archive of the Ace Magazine um, roller coasters. I think I'm only missing like six copies of it, and I'm working with uh, Tim Baldwin from Ace to try to track down some copies so I can have a complete collection. And this is something – this is just super cool because you can go back – uh, Nick, Chris, Namor Coaster, any. Kumba. Kumba, okay. I can go pull the 19... Here, I'm gonna... Let's see. That would have been 1993, right? Yep. It's 97. 94. That's winter of 93. Ah, here it is. RC44. And let's see, where is it? Yep. Kumba, a KG feline is unleashed at Bush Gardens, Tampa. Kumba, the world's Kumba, the word means roar in Swahili. At Bush Gardens in Tampa, Florida, Kumba means a spectacular new steel roller coaster that opened this past spring. And so I literally I can just go through and I can look at pictures from of Kumba from the year it opened. I mean, this is this is sweet. Um, oh, there's a picture of Walter Bolger standing in front of it. That's cool. Yeah. So literally, you can do. I can do that with almost any coaster. So it's my favorite thing about having all of those is going back and finding like articles about rides that later shaped history. Um, one of my favorites is the article from when New Texas Giant opened up. And just hearing, like, so there's a ton of interviews in there about people being optimistic about RMC or being, like, hesitant even 
it's like, oh, this is kind of cool, but I don't know how far this is going to go or what's it, what it's going to be like in 10 years. And here we are 10 years later, and RMC is the manufacturer to beat right now. And so it's hilarious <clears throat> to like read this. It's like 10 years ago, this company called RMC was like a certified nobody. And now they're the they're like the boss of all of it. So yeah. like re- that that's just something super cool to me. Um so yeah. Right. So David, if you're listening, thank you for all those magazines. They've brought me hours of entertainment. And I know Chris wants to read all of them too one day. Yes. So um keeping forward. Uh first coaster t-shirt. Yeah, this goes back to t-shirts. This is from uh, Night Coasters, Colton. Um, and his is from Fury325. That's a, do, you know, do you remember what your first coaster t-shirt was? Uh, outside of ones at my home park or ones that I had bought online, like from Made to Thrill, it was Lightning Rod. Made to Thrill Lightning Rod. No, no, no. Outside of ones that aren't oh. at my home park or I bought online from Made to Thrill. Oh, okay. Lightning Rod shirt. Okay. Yeah. So I think mine would have been a Wild Eagle t-shirt. Actually, that's incorrect. It would be Great American Scream Machine at Over Georgia. Yeah, that, that's going to be my okay. first one. Because I went there in March, and I went to Dollywood in May, and I rode Great American Scream Machine backwards and was super impressed by that, and I ended up getting a shirt from it because they had a really cool shirt design. Okay. That would Never. be my first one. I missed getting to ride it backwards by like a week. It was really good backwards. Um, yeah, I, sure, yeah. So I think some of the coolest things. Yeah, I think my first shirt. I think it was a Wild Eagle Be a Chicken shirt from back when mm-hmm. I didn't like coasters, and then after that, it would have been my Lightning Rod shirt that I bought the day I rode it the first time, and I still have that shirt. It is in horrible condition, but <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, our last one from Instagram is from Sean BM nineteen seventy six, and he has a set of flags from the voyage. Yeah, this is sweet. Every year I get close to buying some of these, and every year I talk myself out of it because it's like, what would I do with it? But they're yeah. still awesome. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of jealous of that one. I might have to get them when I eventually go to Hollywood Nights. Well, you don't get them from Hollywood Nights. They just put them online every year. Oh, they do? Yeah. Huh. I might have to look into that then. We could keep an eye on it, and we could totally, like, split a set of them, because I don't have... They're, I mean, these are huge flags. Yeah. So we could totally, like, get the set of them and split it. So We'll have to look at that, yeah. Yep. Oh, or brick. Let's talk oh about yes. Brick. Yes, yes, yes. So me and Jack have a brick uh, with our names on it at Alton Towers entrance. We've never even been there, but that'll greet us our first time. So that's yeah, I don't cool. think we've ever talked about that on the podcast, but this this goes back to like early on in our friendship, and I can't remember which one of us saw it, but I, I think I I think one of us jokingly said we should just buy one of those yeah and we, we did the, 
Yeah, then we did the math and it wasn't like awful. So I think we each paid for like 18 bucks and we bought a brick at Alton Towers. And it's what it says, I think it says ready to go because um, we, we just could not figure out what to put on that. I remember. And that says our name. So if you're ever at Alton Towers and you find the bricks, then it's a picture of it. Um, we love get. I love getting pictures sent to me of that brick. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. So that I can. I always forget about that, and then I'll have just like that random moment where it will pop back into my head, and I'll think about it for a week or two, and then I'll forget again, and the cycle repeats. Yeah. Yeah, that's everything from Instagram. Let me do one more check to make sure um, no one else has put anything down. Nope. Um, let me check Twitter. Is there, so let's do like our last calls or anything you can think of that we haven't mentioned. I have a 3D printed map of the United States and I get pins from every park I go to that I put on. Oh, yeah. That, pins. That's my last thing. Pins are another good thing to mention. Um, I'm just looking around my room, seeing if there's anything. I don't see. I'm sure we'll finish recording and we'll be doing our discussion after like we always do. And then we'll realize something. But I don't see anything else in my room that like immediately jumps to mind. But... I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff we didn't talk about. Um, a ton of like companies that make merch and memorabilia that we haven't talked about that we could do whole episodes on. And we really would like, I think we've talked about trying to get some of these groups on to talk about what they make, right? Yep. Uh, so, but with that, I feel like we've ranted and like rambled enough tonight about merch and random things and all of that. So... Yeah. Do you want to do our social plugs? Sure. On Instagram, follow us at twisted underscore travelers. And at Twitter, it's at twisted traveler, but the R is a one. Yep. We're going to get there eventually, folks. Yeah, that, uh, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. Hopefully next week we will have something a little more put together, but I think we did the best we could do. It was it's kind of fun tonight. We just we, we just got on and we rambled a bit and Yep. So well, thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.